Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, ho-ho-hos, and a Merry Christmas and all that great stuff. Welcome to another special hump day edition of the Stoop Radio Show, our Christmas special edition, live and in color, right here on Blog Talk Radio. I am your host, Jeff the Shark Perini. With me, as always, the amazing Jewel Tatey. Jewel, good evening, and welcome to another wonderful episode of The Stoop. How are you doing, Jeff? Ho, ho, and ho. You're, uh, you, we got a little static on your end there, Jewel. Uh, just a little heads up to you. Our uh, usual wonderful equipment here at The Stoop Studio, as you'll see later on for Christmas in my Christmas Wish Top 5 list. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But we're here. We're here live tonight. We've got a very special show. We're going to talk a lot of Christmas stuff, a lot of holiday stuff, get you ready for Monday the 25th, which is the big holiday. Uh, and a very special guest tonight. Very excited for this one. I uh, found this young lady on Facebook a little while back uh, and learning about her and talking about her and got all kind of excited and, and asked her to come on the show tonight, and she was more than willing to do it. From Married with Children... She played the uh, sexy Amber. It's Juliet Tablack. Oh, yeah. I'm super excited for this. Um, it was funny, and, and how I came across it was kind of weird. I was just, you know, going through an IMDb website and just looking at shows and movies and actors and actresses and came past a Married with Children thing, and then there was a story about, you know, where's Amber? <laughs> that was the character she played, and after a couple episodes, just poof. But she was awesome. I love the Amber character. And uh, I love Juliet. And I'm very excited to have her on the night. We'll be talking to her a little bit later. Get some behind-the-scenes stuff about married children. Talk about Christmas and lots of great stuff. Are, are we ready tonight? I'm ready. Are you ready? I'm as ready as I'm ever going to be. I have... If you see me on Facebook Live, you'll know. If you haven't, it's a sight to see. I've got on my uh, red kind of chic Santa suit jacket on. I've got my jester hat i've got my uh, sweatshirt that says uh, two women from god because i am god's gift to women i've got my eggnog i've got it all i am holidayed up jewel tady are you excited for christmas i am getting excited i'm trying to get over the sickness still but i'm really really excited just to see my family and my daughter open all her presents and it's going to be great i mean i love christmas every year even though it's hectic falling, I mean, it always ends up turning out nice. So, yeah, I'm excited. I always uh, stress out a little too hard, but, you know, <laughs> you got to take a break on the holidays and just relax a little bit. Agreed. We all stress out. Um, me and my wife are going to have a family uh, festivity here, uh, well, not here, but at my house uh, on Christmas Eve and then uh, my brother's on Christmas Day. So that would be a lot of fun. We always have a great time. It is a holiday to relax. It's a holiday to get closer to people and try to enjoy the company of many. Uh, that's what we're looking forward to. Parties and yeah. drinks and good eats and all that great stuff. And that's what we're going to be doing in just a couple of short days. But uh-oh. Ten, uh-oh. I know. It's coming. It's it's scary, oh. isn't oh. it? <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is. It, comes out of nowhere. It snuck up on us really fast this year. But I'm ready. I'm as ready as I'm going to be. i got to do a little shopping for the wife tomorrow. I know exactly what 
she likes. So you I haven't done got. any shopping, have you? Yeah, I did. Uh, I got the, the stuff <laughs> okay. for my family. Okay. So that's done. So that's all done. So I mean, that's the good stuff. Um, so for Christmas, we're doing this top five list. And, and it's got a twist to it. A little bit of a twist. It's top five things that we wish for Christmas. Could be something you want. Could be something you need. Could be something you wish for many. Could be something you wish for yourself. So for one big night, me and Jewel slap on the big beard and the big belly and the ho ho ho, and we're playing Santa to one another. Right. I'm gonna go first. Yeah, right. I'm okay. gonna go first. I'm gonna give you uh, my top five wish. I'm sitting on Santa's lap here, and Santa, I want these top five things. And number five, I want death to all terrorists. That's right. Oh. If you're a terrorist, I just want you to implode. Just blow up. Spontaneously combust. Let's get rid of terrorism. That's what I want for Christmas. It's number five. It's an easy one. That'd be good. Yeah. Yeah, why not? Number four, Charlotte McKinney. Anything Charlotte McKinney. The absolutely <laughs> gorgeous blonde model. She's lovely. She can come oh and be my, my house. She can be my neighbor. Yeah, she's pretty damn amazing and slept on the Santa suit and sent her my way. Charlotte McKinney for Christmas, ladies and gentlemen. Number four. Okay. I'm sure my wife would love that. Yeah. <laughs> number, three, <laughs> number three, it's a big dream of mine and we're working on it, a brewery. Nice big brewery. I want to own and run and be involved with a brewery. Beer is one of our passions here at the Stoop. I love beer. Jewel loves beer. We love beer. Our fans love beer. I want to be a brewer. I'm going to get into the brewery business, and we're working on it. Um, some friends of mine getting involved. Hopefully it pans out. And by this time next year, we can be having stoop shows at the brewery. That'd be awesome. I love that. Number two, and like I said earlier to start the show, a state-of-the-art stoop studio. Like full of production teams and people running our errands and wiping our butts after we poop in the whole nine yards. Interns. We need some interns. interns. We need interns that look like Charlotte McKinney. Kill oh two birds in one there. Oh my god! I just yeah, love and Henry Cavill. Okay. Yeah, there we go. There we go. All right. Now you're cooking. Now you're no, cooking. I didn't say that. Uh, something that's not on my Christmas list because I get it every week is the wonderful eye rolls from Jewel when she gets disgusted at the things I say. <laughs> that, that's, you can't put a price on that. No holiday can beat that. It's excellent. And number one, ladies and gentlemen, listen to me and listen to me loud. If you're listening out there, Philadelphia Eagles Super Bowl. Woo-woo! Yeah, let's get a goddamn Super Bowl. Let's win a Super Bowl, finally, in Philadelphia. We've got a great team. Great. Nick Foles, I know, is not quite Carson Wentz, and Nick looked good last week. He's got another chance this week. And they were they were saying my thing on the radio today, Joel, with, you know, the three games that he has, some cupcake games, he's got a chance to uh, hone his skills, get sharp, and get ready for the playoffs. Number one, Eagles, Super Bowl, Santa, Merry Christmas. Now That's attainable. That is obtainable. I think all five of them are obtainable, with the exception of Charlotte McKinney. I'm pretty sure my wife would, well, wouldn't like it. Two out of five, you know. <laughs> two out of five? What am I missing here? That's all terrorists that the bitch you just said. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Poor Charlotte McKinney. Which endearment. 
Wait till she comes on the stoop. You're going to be kissing her ass. And she comes. Yeah. Following anyway. Bruce Springsteen's episode. Okay. Well, yeah, that's what it takes. Yeah. Now I'm Santa, now I'm Santa Claus, Jewel Tavy. Ho, ho, ho. What do you want? I mean, I'm like the freaking Grinch over here. Um, <laughs> he just spit out. I'm the lamp and drinking eggnog all over the place. Oh, oh Jesus. Go ahead. Goodness. Go ahead, screw. All right, number five, studio setup. Please, I would love a damn studio setup. I actually got an early Christmas gift. I got a state-of-the-art laptop from my love, and I'm very excited because I'm talking from a more comfortable place now, and it's my home. I can put my stuff on my own laptop. I've had many, but they all crashed and failed, but this is you know, mainly for stew purposes, so I'm very happy I have this. So I'm on my way. We're on our way to a bigger, better studio. Be good? And uh, Honey it... honey is in the studio tonight. Honey is, is here this evening. Honey is taking a dump or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <sighs> but Honey is in the studio. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> uh, number four. Everyone, too. That was, like, pretty much the only material thing I had on my list was studio studio things. But at number four, everyone to freaking just get along. I don't care. Just get along and 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 be happy for at least two days. You have to have a good Christmas Eve and Christmas. Um <clears throat> I have a lot of family, a lot of extended family and, and people just hold grudges for way too long. So just get over yourself for one day and be happy. Everyone love everyone. That's my wish um to be less stressed i have bad anxiety i should probably be medicated for my anxiety and stress um i i really have a bunch of issues on that so i would like to just have less stress on my head and and get through this holiday season without tearing my hair out that'd be nice uh number two my wish is for this stoop now and onward to get bigger and better. We've had a great run these last like four months and I'm just waiting for it to grow and I'm enjoying every minute of it and for it to get more big and successful. So thank you. It it's a fun ride. Even if um you know, we we stay just talking to our, our home base of fans but it's it's got potential and I see it growing so that's what I mean and number one for my family to be happy and healthy this Christmas and New Year um, I got some good news yesterday my uh, mom's cancer did not spread so she got the wow. clear she had she had a successful surgery um, last week and uh, yeah and so she goes through her treatment in January, and I'm just, you know, thrilled that uh, we got some good news finally. And I just want the good news to keep on rolling for my whole family because this year especially has just been, you know, one thing after another. So I'm just praying for, you know, a lot of good health and, and happiness in, in the new year. And that's that's my number one. Oh, that, that's great. And – um Side note, um, yeah, Jewel, as she said, her uh, mother had 
cancer scare. Uh, we really didn't talk about it on the air. I, you know, out of respect for Joy, I really didn't. There was an episode, of course, where she wasn't with us that one night. Um, but through it all, and again, without getting into a lot of details, Jewel, you know, is a trooper. She fights on. She believes the show must go on, and and comes here and does this with us and for us. And couldn't be more appreciative. And now that we're getting some good news on that end. Uh, God bless. I can't be any more happier. That that's a holiday uh, miracle. Yeah, that's a holiday miracle I'll take as well. It's not on my list, but yeah. now that I know that. Yeah, that's on my list. Uh, absolutely terrific list and a great job. Um, we Thank will you. rehash Thank number you. five. Thank you very much. Uh, number five to rehash, of course, mine is uh, the spontaneous combustion of uh, terrorism. Hopefully, <laughs> death to all terrorists everywhere. Yep. Number four is, um, you know, Charlotte McKinney. <laughs> Number three is a brewery. Number two, a stoop studio, a state-of-the-art studio where my dog can run a little more free because he's running around here. Henry's in the studio running around crying. I don't really know about why. Uh, and number one, of course, is an Eagle Super Bowl. That'd be awesome. Uh, Jewel, also a great studio setup just for everybody to get along at number four. Number three, to have less stress. We all need less stress, I'm telling you. Uh, number two, uh, for the stoop to be bigger and stronger, and that'll work. Uh, that'll take us, and that'll take you. You know, the fans out there, spread the word. Watch, listen, rather, whatever. Maybe watch soon enough. Maybe we'll work on uh, more equipment and uh, be able to watch live as Jewel makes faces at whoever is in the background making faces at her. <laughs> and uh, number one, uh, family, to be happy and healthy. And, of course, like I said, Jewel got great news about her mom today. That right there. Really means Christmas. That that's great stuff, and that makes me feel better. Congratulations to Jewel, and a Merry Christmas to everybody out there. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry <laughs> Merry Christmas. Oh, I hear Santa somewhere. Santa Claus. <laughs> Santa Claus is roaming around the studio, and you can hear him in the background. It's amazing. Roaring down the boardwalk. You know that's where we're at for this uh, very super holiday season. I mean, it it is the one and only Santa Claus. And uh, Santa Claus, I think, is more or less here. The same reason we're all here, to see Juliet Tablack. That's going to be great. Yeah. She'll be uh, <laughs> a little different tonight than we normally do. Juliet, uh, we spoke briefly earlier. She'll be calling in around 8.45 our time, 5.45 out on the West Coast. Um, very busy now. She's kind of stepped out of acting. Now she does chiropractic and Pilates and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, you know, her schedule gets very busy. And we appreciate her making time for us, but she asked if she could be a little late. So over the last couple of weeks, we did somebody very early. Now we're doing something a little bit later. We're flexible. That's what we do here. They have um, – I, I worked for a chiropractic office in the summer, and they have some, like, cool hours. Like, they can pretty much make their hours, but a lot of people want hours later in the day because that works for them. And um, I actually work for an office that – handled a lot of babies and stuff. So um, it worked out yeah. for the moms, too, just to have later hours. So, yeah, we'll we'll run with it. It's good. I'm just glad she's coming on. Me, too. I, I don't think um, – because usually what we do, we, we get a bunch of questions together, and then we start to improvise questions. This one's going to be improvising a lot of questions. Someone that's a dirty, skinny, but I'm afraid to write it all down. We'll get it from her. She yeah. Said no question, she said no question is out of bounds. Well. Girl. Should be interesting. <laughs> I haven't had enough eggnog yet. We'll get there. Uh, yeah. Let's <laughs> let's get to some topics. Joe always works hard on topics. Jeff always blows them off because he's a self-centered, cocky, arrogant asshole. But not tonight. <laughs> we'll cover some topics. <laughs> um, this one I love. Walmart 
That's right. One of the shopping giants, Walmart, now has a grocery delivery service that will deliver food to you and put it away for you. They have a one-time code to get into your house. Is this something that you would ever try? This this is crazy. I um, First of all, I don't want any stranger in my house when I'm not there. And what? And you're going to be there, and they're going to knock on your door and and come in with your groceries and then you're going to stand there and watch them put it away. I don't I don't think so. I think Amazon is doing this too like like they'll they'll get a code and like leave it in your door. No. I don't want anyone having codes. And who has money to have a code with their house like Oh, oh they do. I just heard our intern most people have codes <laughs> in their house. Maybe I'm <laughs> Okay. Dynamite. This is why why we need more interns. They do dynamite work here. Rapid fire answers just like that. That's awesome. Fact checking. (laughs) Fact checking. That's what we need. Fact checking. That's definitely what we need. What do you think? Would you you have someone in there? I tell you what. I I hate to be rude and out of line, but I don't even like approaching Walmart employees when I'm in Walmart. Let alone having them (laughs) rummaging through my house with my groceries and going through my closets and cabinets in the whole nine yards. So to me, the whole thing sounds pretty crazy. Um, I'm sure people will try it for convenience. Maybe handicapped people might try it. Who knows? But to me, it sounds a little ridiculous. I don't want people rummaging through my house. Yeah, I didn't even think of that, like older people. I mean, the groceries going out and gotten shopped for and getting put away for me, that's why I got married. So my wife could do all that stuff. Yeah. I don't mind putting groceries away because even, like, I, with- I know where I want them to go. Yeah, exactly. Like, how do they know where I want my stuff to go? Right. Like, you have specific... And what if you're, like, totally out of food? Like, we just went food shopping, but we were pretty low. Like, how do you know, like, oh, the cans go here? Or, you know, the crackers go up there? You don't know. Yeah, I don't want uh, my toilet paper hanging out with my Doritos. I don't. Right. You know? Messy. Exactly. And by the time you get home, you know, now you got to check everything they supposedly stocked into your house. And what did you know they what I mean? take? Right. You're relying on them to stock your house. How do, how do you know to even put all the shit in there that you ordered? You, you do. Goddamn Walmart. Got an answer for everything. Bad idea. Just bad. Bad idea. <laughs> this next one I love, and I, I'm glad that my wife is not listening in tonight. She is at a... Uh, Christmas party at McGurk's for her work. Thank God, because this topic is going to make her laugh heavily. The average American spends three hours a week on their toilet and one or less exercising. What? I know my answer. Is this shocking? Uh, I mean, you know, when you when you tally in, like, like how much time do you spend on the toilet? And people who don't work out every day, I think there are some diehards that work out every day. I used to be one of those people. Now it's just, I'm lucky if I get three or four nights in a week. But it's it's tough. Like, you get busy and, and you know, you got to do your business. So, <laughs> let's see, how much time do you spend? Did you say you get in three or four days a week? Three at least. Exercise? Oh, Yeah. I mean, I it's now now. It. Granted, it, it's probably not 
like a full on, but yeah, at least three doing, you know, the bare minimum of what you should. If I don't, I feel like garbage. I really feel like crap. Um, especially in my old age. Like I can't, you can't keep up. You have to, you have to work it out. I hate you right now. I, you know, <clears throat> I get in one session a year, maybe. I got to work out more. But <laughs> to get back to this spending time on the toilet thing, um, it's funny because it's not like I'm there blowing it up 24 hours a day. But I get in there and I got the sick habit that I'm sure a lot of people do. And this is probably where the study comes from. You get into the bathroom, you sit down, it's quiet time. You whip out your phone, you start reading articles, you start checking out social media. I look at ESPN. Wait, 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 wait. Do you take your yeah. phone in the bathroom? Absolutely. <laughs> now, wait, what, what do you do with your phone when you get out of the bathroom? When you get you out of the use bathroom? your toilet hands, you use your toilet hands on your phone. Look on your phone for an hour as you're crapping on the toilet. And then what do you do to your phone? First of all, I'm not crapping for an hour. Thank you very much. (laughs) Yes, I do. I sanitize my phone, and I definitely wash my hands. Because even if you're at your house and you go to the bathroom, wash your goddamn hands. You're telling me you sanitize your phone every time you you get up out of the bathroom? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But I mean, like, that's the best place to read. All right, George. Yeah, yeah, to do my best reading in the bathroom. What was that, uh, Renaissance art history book or whatever he took in there? Yeah, I just saw that episode. (laughs) And I mean, like, at least once a week I'll get that knock. What are you doing in there? And I'm freaking reading. I'm doing stoop research. Uh, I'll do show questions. I will uh, listen to music. I will read. You know what I mean? I do it all. You know what? (laughs) You know what? Mike spends a lot of time. I mean, like, way more than I do in the bathroom. But you know what he does, like, because his muscles are sore, because he, like, does hard labor all day? He just, like, soaks in the bathtub, and he has a little setup, and he, like, sets up his phone, and he watches his little Dragon Ball Z and, like, soaks in the bathtub. But that's, like, his relaxing time. I mean, I try not exactly. to. Exactly. It was, it was easier when we had two bathrooms, but now I'm, like, get the freak out of the tub. <laughs> I mean, ugh. <laughs> But. And that's the vision. We have we have two and a half bathrooms here, and she's so bitches. Like there's other bathrooms uh, here in the house. Yeah, it's like a lounge. It's like a little lounge. All I gotta yeah. do is find a way to put a refrigerator on the wall and pull beer out, and I'm done. You won't see me for yeah. days. I know it used <laughs> to be cool. Like our our friends are they're a little older than us, but they had a bathroom in the. I mean, a bathroom, a TV in the bathroom, and you could like watch the Eagles game. I'm like, oh, that's really cool. But like now. You just have your phone, so no one really cares. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, um, I mean, there's there's the hit and run. There's the, there's the pee and leave. We do that. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I don't even have to go to the bathroom. I just like sitting there and I'm a little quiet time. Now, do you watch your phone in the bathroom at work? Of course. That's just silly. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> at work, definitely. I mean, <laughs> That's definitely the best time to be on. <laughs> best yeah. time to be in the bathroom on your phone is at work. Pay me to be on my phone. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, it's a free fifteen minutes. Notes, notes. Need my notes. Jules, Jules yelling at our intern. You know what? Jules no right to yell at anybody. She's drinking Budweiser for God's sakes tonight. What is going on there? It's all I have. 
what the hell? I ran to the store before this. I forgot toilet paper, and I was going to buy a nice bottle of wine. But no, I end up with bud, some butt mud. Butt mud. She was supposed to buy toilet paper and wine, came home with no toilet paper and Budweiser. <laughs> Sounds like somebody's going to be spending a lot of time in the bathroom tonight. <laughs> oh, my God. You're three hours. Medicine, that's all. You're three hours worth is going to be killed in one day. You're out of time. Taking it easy um, on this shit. This is a story I didn't read too much into. I guess I should have because I'm going to botch this anyway. But um, Mixed Reality has been funded $1.9 billion and taken seven years for their mixed reality goggles. Now, some are calling this the best thing since the iPhone. Not too familiar with re, um, with mixed reality goggles, Jules. So fill us in what it's all about, and then I'll tell you if I'm down with this. Okay, so I really don't know exactly what you see through these goggles. I saw this one video, and it was seriously, it looked like, you know, what you see of an acid trip on television of sorts, wow. because, you know, I myself have never dabbled. But it's Dab. environment mapping, precision tracking, sound field audio, and it produces amazing experiences that feel natural. So I think it is like you wear these goggles out into like a cornfield, <laughs> and you walk what? around, and you see like spirit animals, and it looks like you're in the movie Avatar with the blue people, and people are like <laughs> forming with other beings. And all I'm thinking of is, oh my god, like the lonely people are gonna buy this and like date through this, like, oh, yeah, I have a yeah. virtual reality dating Avatar girlfriend that we can bond our tails. It's weird. It's really weird. They have all these sensors and everything, and it's like it's like living a double weird gaming life in in your like own space that was gonna be my first question like where's the breast what good is virtual reality without boobs i don't see cornfields i'm gonna see boobs no it's it's weird though like you you probably see thing of nightmares is what i think i don't like it yeah so i don't like virtual reality i don't like things coming at my face (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> shut up sorry Mike just shut sorry, up Mike. <laughs> no it's like when you go to Disney World have you ever been to Disney World and you go into those like 3D experiences and it's like bubbles and smells flying at your face like or uh what was the one it's like you're in the alien movie and aliens like spitting in your face but like water shooting at your face this stuff's creepy to me I'd rather just you know play Zelda or Mario online and, and have a fake experience than be in an experience. I, got, I guess I got you. I mean, I was expecting this stuff to be, like, full of like Charlotte McKinney's boobs coming at my face. Oh, my God. Good stuff like that. I fear it'd be full of, like... I mean, that that's the thing, though. I mean, if it's... It doesn't have to be dirty to be fun. Maybe there's a gaming thing they can get to it or something like that. So, I don't know. I'm going to check it out. I'm sure it's going to cost a fortune when it first comes out. Yeah. I think everything's so. a fortune. Everything's a fortune when it first comes out. Especially when they don't put the prices on it. It's like, we're not even going to tell you how much this is because <laughs> you're not going to be able to afford it. Exactly. So for the, uh, I mean, if you're wealthy enough to afford it, you're probably wealthy enough to at least buy a date with some 
hot chick now to have her virtual virtual reality into your face. Maybe I don't know. Did you see how much those like animatronic robots are? They're like tens of thousands of dollars. Yeah. Speaking of which, did you hear? Did you hear that story where the uh, the police are actually on the hunt for a guy who broke into an adult store and stole a five thousand dollar sex robot? No. <laughs> yes, five thousand dollars first of all for a sex robot. When you could easily go out for a couple hundred and buy probably a high-end escort. Oh um, second of all, to steal this thing, <laughs> you know, risking your life there uh, to steal it, and now the police are on the hunt for it. You had to see that the picture of the doll. I mean, it is, it is the most overblown. It's got these giant, obviously, I guess, rubber boobs, and this awful blonde wig, and it's got the huge sucking lips. You know, and it really, it's the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my life. Oh, my God. Some guy had and that that's like, it. wait, what is it when it's it's grand larceny, right, if it's over $1,000? So yeah. He's probably getting some, like, serious jail time. <laughs> he better hit that doll a couple times because oh God. <laughs> it's going to be it for him for a while. He's going to be getting take it in that the in there with you. He's going to be taking it in the hiney once he gets in the prison. Oh, my God. <laughs> Terrible. I kind of wonder what the hiney is like on a virtual sex doll. Not virtual, the sex doll. I don't know. Well, we were at the the House Spark show, and he was talking about the damn the sex robots. <laughs> you know, interesting the video, right? It, it's <laughs> the dumbest enough. looking thing ever. It really yeah. is. They look Terrible. ridiculous. They look like they should be working in Disney World on the Pirates <laughs> of the Caribbean. It's a shame. I, I, you're probably a little too young to remember... The, the little animal, the bird that would put his beak in the water and keep bouncing back and forth. That's what they right. kind of look like. That's what they look like. It's a head that just yeah. you know, kind of rotates on a swivel, and it's ridiculous. It's creepy. But now they're coming yeah. out one with one for women. It's like a man. I know you don't watch Black Mirror, but there's an episode, and her, um, the boyfriend dies, and... She's all upset. She's like really, she gets pregnant, right? And her boyfriend dies in a car crash and she can't get over it. So first she starts talking to it online. It's like, it takes all of his voices and like compiles it. So it like can answer her back, but with his voice. And then he's like, there's next part to this. So they send her this big package and it's him. It's him in like a robot form. And she brings it to life and and at first she's like, oh, my God, it's like him, but he doesn't give me any, like, back talk or it's, like, really great. And then she's like, this is fucking weird because he, like, can't give me any back talk and it's a freaking robot. But, um, yeah, it's a crazy episode. I suggest watching it. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty creepy. Yeah. But Black I mean, that's, Mirror yeah, is that's, so good. I, I like, gotta I get said, a million Black times. Mirror. I got my parents yeah. into it. They They start watching it and my mom calls me up. She's like, Oh my goodness, I watched another episode of Black Mirror. <laughs> I'm like, what one you on, Mom? I want to know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they're all into it. It's it's crazy. It's like wh- what technology will eventually progress into. It's pretty nuts. <laughs> Perverse is the key word. Um, right. We're going on another story about MoviePass. We brought this up a while back in one of our... Uh, Earlier episodes, a movie pass was going with a nine ninety nine. All the movies you can see 
uh, in a month thing. I think it was like a movie a day, maximum. Yeah. But nine ninety nine a month. And now I've heard that they're uh, they're now over one million paying users strong. After like four short months of this, uh, the prices are down. Like I said, nine ninety five per month. You get to see up to one movie a day uh, all month. My question: Is this helping the movie industry, or is it hurting the financial end of the movie industry? Um, I I mean, yeah, I think it's helping. And if the numbers are good, then I think they should keep it. I should really look into this, but after, like, when we saw the, I think the last movie we saw, yeah, it was the Justice League movie. And I signed up for AMC Rewards. And it's like, oh, you get a half-price movie before the end of the month. Well, the end of the month was, like, the next week. So, of course, (laughs) we didn't have time to use it or whatever. But it was pretty damn cool. We got first in the popcorn line, like, premium seats. You got to, like, jump in line and, you know, in front of all the people at the ticket thing. So, yeah, I mean, it's cool if you have the time and you want to go see these movies and maybe when the blockbusters are out, like, now in the summertime. But uh, I would jump on board if I had more free time. Would you do it? Yeah, I I mean... I've kind of shied away from, not really shied away from movies, but I, I find myself going to movies less. I don't yeah. really know why. Um, I guess for the money you spend now and, you know, and the time invested, you want to see something solid, something you're really up for. So I don't just pick any movie. I don't people that go a lot, and that's not really me. But, um, you know, for nine ninety five a month, I would try. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, my, uh, my cousin is the general manager of Nishamini's uh, AMC he's like everyone stop asking me for free movie tickets like they can't do that anymore like it's not allowed and with sites like this like it's pretty easy to just see a movie for semi cheap you know just sneak in your own snacks if you want to pay $10 for a popcorn but did you see Star Wars not yet no not yet no when are you going to see it Probably right after the Christmas holiday. So no spoilers. Okay. I don't want to hear anything. So far, I haven't heard anything. I've been pretty know. lucky. People are dying mm-hmm. to spoil it. And, you yeah. Know. You know what? I, heard I, I got a spoiler on, like, TMZ or something. I'm like, shut up, guys. Like, why are you talking? I don't want to know. Yeah, they were talking about Carrie Fisher. I'm like, shut up. I hate spoilers. I hate them so much. And so I do really, I. Ugh, I the, hate it. The Carrie Fisher spoiler, which I really don't know. Like I said, I know nothing about the movie, have not seen it, but I can kind of imagine what the Carrie Fisher one is going to be. Right. Obviously. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I don't appreciate spoilers. I, I've actually been staying away from YouTube, and I love YouTube, but I've been staying away from it because I just don't want to know. I'll see it for myself. Yeah. Let me see it. I'll let you know. Yeah. And you've um, seen them all, right? Like every... Yes. A couple okay. of billion times each. <laughs> Really? Even the newer ones? Um, episode 7, which was the first of the new ones, I've only seen twice. Um, the original three I've seen hundreds of times. The, um, the prequel ones, if you will, I've seen tons of times. So, yeah, I've seen it all a good amount of time. So i got a pretty good grip oh. of uh, the Star Wars universe. Good. <laughs> So I'm, I'm anxious for this one. Um, 8.36, we're expecting Juliet Tablack in about nine minutes. We're going to talk 
Married with Children. And other good stuff. Very excited for that. A Milwaukee clergyman took the mass the other day in front of all the parishioners and followers, came out and announced that he is gay. Uh, to the opposite surprise, um, to the opposite rather of what we expected, a standing ovation from the churchgoers. Uh, apparently this is a very big deal. And he said his goal was to come out and, and speak up because he believes there's many gay men that become priests, that, that join the priesthood, etc., and he feels it's time for them to come out and be open. Uh, again, you could be anything you want. You could be as gay as you like. I don't judge, and I'm not offended or hate that. But the Catholic Church is a little bit of a different story. Um, is this kind of a new religion, new rules kind of thing? Is it bad because of the ongoing history of priests and older boys and stuff like that? What, what do you think of this? I hope this encourages more priests to come out. Um, I, you know, I have gone to Catholic school all my life, um, up until late high school. And, um, I, I, you know, I had some creepy ass priests and I was an older girl and no, I'm serious. And I've had friends that are like older boys and, and stuff happened to them. Like it's, it's not a joke. Like I, I, I really feel, and I, I hope that the one particular priest that I'm thinking about, um, I don't even know if he's alive or, or whatever, but he was a total creep. Um, but gay is gay, and I applaud this man 100%, and I hope people feel the need. It's hard when you're a priest because you, you're not supposed to have marriages, you know, man or woman. And and pedophilia is pedophilia, and you should be burned at the stake. You're sick. There's something wrong with you. You know what I mean? Just because you're gay does not make you attracted to children. That's not how that works. So, <clears throat> um, yeah, that just I, – I, I mean, I hope that if he wants a relationship and he decides – like the Catholic Church is so weird and so strict. You know, I have a lot of issues with it because I've been kicked out of, like, two schools. But they're so, like, money-hungry, and I don't know. If you're, if you're gay and you want a relationship, then then you can't be a priest in the Catholic Church. And if you're, you know, a priest, then you do bad things. Like, you should go to jail and be, you know, executed is what I feel. But, I mean, I don't know. There's a lot of religions that let their priests marry you know and like um methodists they have pastors and they can marry and i don't i mean i guess there's men who who marry i don't know i just think the catholic is weird with gays and i don't like that and i just have a lot of issues with the catholic church i'm not sure what your religion is or anything but <sighs> catholic <laughs> <clears throat> Did you, were Catholic. you an older boy? No. No, I was okay. not. Uh, went to Catholic school for a few years. Um, my father kind of pressed it on us, but it wasn't like uh, eat, drink, eat, drink, sleep, religion. But, you know, he wanted us at church on the weekends. And like I said, we spent some time in Catholic school. But it wasn't a terrible experience. But, of course, times have changed. It's not like it used yeah. to be. Nothing is like it used to be, so... Right now, I mean, to me, it's 
if this guy wants to come out and be gay, that that's perfectly fine. Um, and like you said, maybe more priests should come out and, and, and admit it or express it or give into it. You know? Even if they want to be with a woman, like if they're so unhappy being a priest and they want a relationship with a woman and they want to be married, like just leave the priesthood. You know what I mean? Stop torturing yourself if that's what you really want. It's like, what if you were a woman and you chose to be a nun? And then later in life, you're like, no, I want kids and a husband. So you decide to leave. Like, they should be allowed to leave without judgment, you know, because you're not supposed yeah. to judge people. But they're so ass backwards. <laughs> the church is. So, <sighs> grinds my gears. Mm. Mm, politics and religion. Here we are. Hey, you started. Yeah, no, this was your time. Uh, yeah, it was. You're right. You're exactly right. Um, yeah, God bless him. His uh, parishioners <laughs> took to it and gave God a nice round of applause. So. God bless you. Uh, okay, so uh, a little yay or nay. Christmas <laughs> is coming up on Monday. You had mentioned the topic before we came on the air. Let's fire it out right now real quick before we get to Julia Tablack. Cat. <laughs> we have a kitty Sorry. cat and a uh, faux kitty cat. <laughs> yeah. uh, I can't stop playing. Uh, Christmas tree. Real or fake Christmas tree? You may start. Um, I grew up with real Christmas trees. I love real Christmas trees. Um, I actually just got my tree last night. And I don't know if you saw, there was an article recently where they said, like, 25,000 bugs are in real Christmas trees. Mm. Yeah, so <laughs> we were decorating our tree last night, and don't you know, I see, like, two spiders on my tree. I'm like, oh! <laughs> and then I'm thinking of, like, all the other bugs in the tree. I'm like, oh, no! But then spiders kill other bugs. Um, It's most mostly, like, mites and, and termites, I guess they're talking about. But um, you can't beat a real tree. I don't like fake trees. I even got a tree and a candle in case our tree didn't give off the tree smell. But it's 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 a nice tree. <laughs> That's what I think of when I think of when I think of real Christmas trees. That is what I think of. Oh, you don't like them? Yeah. <laughs> I was scoring my luck. Having to come animal just jumping oh, out. Um, I had real Christmas trees, uh, but I got frustrated with picking them out and put them on the car and driving them home and shaving them down and mine falling over like nine times after I put it up. So yeah, I've gone back to fake. I'm a fake tree guy. If you have a nice fake tree, I see no problem with this. Uh, you know. Our, our tree isn't bad. The wife does a good job with yeah. the real. I mean, because two years ago I had this real tree that was a, a nightmare. I couldn't get it to fit in the stand. It fell over a million times. We're going to change subject. We're going to get to the nitty gritty. We're going to get to the phone right now. We are going to welcome our very special guest. Very excited to have her on, ladies and gentlemen, to the soup, Juliet Tablack. Juliet, good evening. Well, we lost her. 
she called in, oh. we had her, and we lost her. <laughs> so, oh, no. uh, oh no, <laughs> that was weird. We'll uh, try and connect with her through the social media bounds and let her know that somehow she got disconnected. Anyway, so go on. Real tree, fake tree. <laughs> there she is again. All right, let's try this again. Let's once again welcome to the stoop, Juliet Tablack. Juliet, good evening. Hi, how are you? We're great. How are you? Good, thank you. Thanks for having me on. Oh, and thanks absolutely. For, thank you for being here. Yeah, thanks for coming oh, on. We're, thank uh, you. Really excited to have you on. I apologize about that first thing. I think we hung up on you the first time around. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no worries. No worries. It's <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much for being on. I, I we've been waiting for this episode for like uh, over a month since me and you spoke online. I'm really excited because I was such a huge fan of Married with Children, and I was a massive fan of Amber, um, your character that you played. So I'm going to ask you straight out: How did you um, how did you get up for that role, and how did you end up landing the part of Amber? Sure. Yeah. So I was acting at the time and just sort of going on auditions for all kinds of things, and then they happened to be casting this part, and I went on you know, my first audition and then you sort of get, I got a call back. And so it was between me and I don't know how many other people. And, um, I think I probably went back like three or four times. And then after the fourth time, they offered me the job. And I went, I read with, uh, David Faustino, I think of one of the sessions just to make sure that, you know, we had good acting chemistry together and, um, we liked each other, I guess. And so, yeah, so that's kind of how it worked. How was he? Was he friendly? Was he, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Very nice guy, really great person. Everybody oh, on the show yeah. was really awesome. Now, we're going to save all that for later, so we're going to really dig down deep for you to get your true feelings <laughs> of how it all went down. Uh, <laughs> um, but honestly, I mean, like, I loved the Amber character when she first came on I was digging her because she was sexy she was kind of a wild child kind of bad got butt in trouble and well, I was loving it and then all of a sudden she's gone what happened that they put the character off the show so I think that the show itself was was kind of coming to an end um, I think that was maybe it's 10th year I'm not sure um, and I, I don't really know all the details but I think that the show itself was coming to an end and they actually had offered me a spinoff um, oh, of the wow. show. That, and I, yeah, I don't remember what the name of it was, but it was like, like my character, Amber, and um, I think David's character, and I don't know, a couple other characters. And so they offered me a spinoff, and, and you know, I had accepted that and signed papers and all of that. And then um, they ended up replacing me with Carrie Russell right before the actress Carrie Russell right before the um, the first pilot. And so I think there was only like one or two shows and it didn't really take off. And um, yeah. So oh, that's kind of, oh, I'm well. not really sure what happened. Yeah, I think they were trying to do something else with the character, but it just sort of didn't really take off. Oh, well. well it's not, I mean, it's not really the same. You are Amber. No, not Carrie Russell, you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think they, they called the character Amber. I think they like changed the name and tried to just make it a totally different character, but um, it, I, it didn't end up working out. Oh. 
So what was it like, um, honestly, like, because everybody wants to know, it was everybody's favorite show back then. It was such a big, groundbreaking, controversial show. What was it like doing it behind the scenes? Like, did you get a lot of, did you hear a lot of the grief and a lot of attacks that came from, um, you know, politically correct groups, et cetera? I didn't really hear any of that, but what I do remember is, like, in the, like, you know, you do table reads where you sort of come together and you read the script as a group of people and all the actors right. do. And then um, I don't really know how it works if the writers then have to put, you know, some of the, the writing through the network or whatever, but then they would come back like with a second draft, like, well, if we have this joke about, you know, Amber starts her period, we can't have this joke about diarrhea also. So they would have to like, <laughs> narrow down, you know, the jokes that they could have, like they could only have wow. a certain amount of, bad things in an episode or, you know, so-called bad things in an episode. And that was really censored by the, oh, wow. probably the network. Yeah. Did you um, have any reservations taking the role? Like it was, it was a little scandalous, you know, did, like being so young, did you, did you have any flack from yeah. family or anything? That I did not have any flack from my family, but that's a really good question. I, to be, I was 19 years old and, you know, I don't know about you guys, but I wasn't thinking about a whole lot when I was 19. So I was just, <laughs> I just thought, cool, I have this job. It's super great. And, you know, I didn't even think that it was sexy or, you know, I really, it sounds silly to say it, but I didn't even think about those things until I think after the first episode and there was like a lot of like, wow, you know, that was sexy or, you know, whatever. So I, I didn't get any grief from my family at all. They were just very happy for me. My friends were happy for me. Um, but I I remember thinking, oh, wow, like I didn't really know what I took on, but I didn't feel bad in any way about it. It was super, super fun. Oh, it's good. Yeah. Cool. It was hilarious, too, so it worked. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that character, like I said, the character was great. Um, now, you talked about before you did some readings with David uh, Faustino. Was it his idea to kind of get you two together, like Amber and, and, and Bud? Because Bud was kind of a loser with the ladies. He never got the ladies. Yeah. So was that kind of his <laughs> idea to bust this character out, and he was uh, digging you as his choice? I don't, I don't know. I'm not sure, but I don't think so. I think it was probably the, the – you know, they were just trying to maybe, I mean, at some point, right, you can't be a loser for forever. You got to, you got to win sometimes, right? So maybe they Good were point. just ready for that. Well, the underdog. <laughs> um, and yeah. you also did a ton of other shows and appearances. Uh, who were some of your other favorite actors or actresses to work with? So I think my favorite guest, show or guest star appearance was the Larry Sanders show and that that was with yeah that was with Gary Shandling who's an amazing actor and all-around funny guy and and I think a lot of other great actors on there Rip Torn and Jeffrey Tambor and Janine Garofalo was on there and and, yeah just some really amazing actors and I, I was only I did one episode so that's just one week of time in my life but that was um probably my favorite thing I ever did just the caliber of actors and the just the quality and the and it was just really fun I just had a really good time yeah 
That's awesome. It's funny how you said it at 19, you know, you, you don't really know what you're thinking about. I'm 46 and I still have no idea what I'm thinking about. So, you know. <laughs> exactly. I'm, I try to be more aware now, but, you know, I have those days too. <laughs> I got it, it's fun, like I said, again, like in my age, I go to my, my daytime job and everybody's like, oh, what are you doing tonight? I'm like, are you kidding me? I said, I'm, I'm going on my show and I'm talking to Amber from Married with Children. I talked about it all day. The only thing on my mind all day long. I was so excited. Just really looking forward to it. Um, That's so, so cool. Yeah, ecstatic day to have you here. Absolutely. So what made you decide to stop acting? Was something that was your choice and you just said you had enough or maybe the good roles weren't coming? What made you kind of turn away from yeah. uh, from acting? Mm-hmm. That's a good question. So I think that I at some point just realized, you know, it's kind of a, it's a really intense, crazy business, you know, and, and a lot of it is business. And, right. you know, the acting part is maybe one or 2% of the time that's actually happening. And, and I, I just sort of felt like I didn't really know myself well enough to just pursue that. Do you know what I mean? I felt like I needed you have a lot of opinions from other people about how you should dress and what you should look like and things you should, you know, try and do. And I felt like I didn't really have enough sense of like who I was as a person on the inside to keep uh, pursuing that. I felt like I was sort of getting, feeling a little bit lost. And so I just, and I wasn't feeling happy doing it anymore. You know, it felt more, not that, you know, you always need to feel amazing at whatever job you have, you're going to have your ups and downs, but it, it just, my soul wasn't feeling super happy doing it. And so when I started to feel that, I felt like, okay, you know, it's time to, to maybe consider not doing this. And so, and I, I decided not to ultimately. Did you ever um, feel pressure to like look a certain way or maybe lose weight or, you know, you hear so many horror stories now with like sexual misconduct. Did, did you have any like yeah. bad experiences that way? Yeah, I mean, I didn't really have any, um, you know, like the craziness that's happening now. But you know, like just a little simple thing. I mean, I never wore makeup in my whole life, right? I mean, like mascara here and there is some eyeshadow, but I didn't wear like a lot of makeup. And I, I really remember. You know, I don't know who it was, my manager or someone saying, you know, you know, you should look sexy. You need to be more sexy. And, you know, you're 19. I didn't even know what sexy was. I still am working on it. But, um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, so in that way, you know, just hearing, you know, I mean, that's probably the worst thing that happened. But hearing a comment like that or, you know, and then thinking, well, okay, I should put on more makeup or what does that mean? I should dress a certain way. And, and there's definitely those pressures. I mean, that, that's very real. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, even the, um, you know, even the outfits you wore as Amber, you know, you know, scantily clad, you know, but, you know, you, you wore it well. You, you did the character great, and I guess we didn't think of it as much back then as we do now, but uh, we certainly did yeah. enjoy your, your characters. So let's talk about a little bit what you do today. You're a doctor uh, yeah. practicing chiropractics. You do some Pilates. Uh, tell us how you got involved, yeah. and uh, what made you want to be a chiropractor and doctor, and, what, what's, you know, yeah. what is your... Uh, How's your practice going? Well, uh, my practice is going great. And Excellent. I have I work in two locations. I work in Los Gatos at a place called Los Gatos Chiropractic and Wellness Center. And I work in Mountain View at a place called Center of Balance. And the place in Mountain View is a Pilates studio and um, 
I have my chiropractic office there as well. So I do both in that space. I've been teaching Pilates for 19 years this year. Wow. And when I stopped acting, I pretty much was like, what am I going to do? You know, (laughs) (laughs) and that was the plan. So I didn't know what to do. And I, I didn't really feel like going back to school and, um, I grew up dancing, so I was a ballet dancer also. And um, I, the only other thing I knew how to do was dance, and so I started teaching dance to kids. And that was really, really, really hard and <laughs> tiring. <laughs> and then um, somebody, I sat next to someone at a Christmas dinner once, and they asked me what I did, and they said, well, I teach dance to kids. And they said, you know, well, I own a Pilates studio and you should come work for me. And I was like, what's Pilates? I didn't even really know what that was. And um, anyway, I ended up getting certified and I've been teaching ever since. And then when I was teaching, people would come, you know, people come in with aches and pains and all kinds of problems. And I was seeing a chiropractor, uh, Dr. Daniel Ryan in LA, who's amazing. And I would just send my clients there and they would all come back feeling better. And I was feeling better too. And I thought, well, there's something to this and maybe I should think about going back to school. So I told Daniel that I, my chiropractor that I was thinking about going back to school. And he said to me, yeah, you know, it's no big deal. It's just like memorizing the phone book, but you have a lot of years to do it. And I was like, well, that doesn't sound that hard. And it was way harder than that, but I'm glad. (laughs) So that's kind of how I ended up going back to school and becoming a chiropractor. That's great. Do you um, do you uh, educate your patients a lot? I, I know I worked for a chiropractor this past summer, and she it was a health and wellness center also. And uh, do you do you offer advice on on the medicine front and and what you take and all that? Like as far as supplementation, like vitamins and things like that, or what do you mean? yes. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. I didn't mean to say like medication, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but <laughs> yeah, we have um, we have a wellness practice, and so we do a ton of nutrition and allergy testing, and we have another chiropractor that works with us who specializes in female hormones and thyroid problems, and so we do a ton of supplementation and diet and nutrition, and and you know we really focus on the whole health of someone, not just coming in to get adjusted. You know, my specialty is rehab. I, you know, um, teach people how to use their body well after they get adjusted. And then we have an, uh, the two, we have a, another woman who specializes in pediatrics and pre and postnatal care. And then our other chiropractor specializes more in female hormones. And But we all do a little bit of wellness and nutrition as well. Okay. Cool. That, that was my next question. If you work on, um, uh, women who are expecting, because that's the one I worked on. She did, a, a, you know, chiropractic for children and expecting moms. So it's very cool, though. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty awesome, and it's it's really – it's a great job, and, and it's really great um, for all people, and we definitely see a lot of expecting moms in our practice here. Nice. It's yeah. very awesome. So you you – just go out and do tons of great things. Your acting was great. Now you're helping people. So you're, you're definitely uh, outgoing and uh, always going to be helping. Um, how's the, the personal life? I know you were married. Do you have kids? I don't have any kids. Mm-mm. I have two no. cats. Oh, that's well, they, <laughs> They're babies. That's kids. <laughs> I have fur babies. <laughs> 
I'm the same way. I've got a I've got a dog. My wife keeps fucking for a baby. I said we've got a baby. You probably hear him in the background running around the studio going nuts. Uh, <laughs> so, um, do you have any desire to go back to acting? Like, let's say they pick up the phone tomorrow and say, you know, we got this show. We remember you. We love you. How about giving us a read? Yeah, would you go back to it? Maybe you know, on a part-time basis, maybe. I don't know. I, to be perfectly honest, I'm really happy with my job right now. Like, I like, I absolutely love what I do. And when I leave work, I feel like better than when I got there like it's a pretty great job um it's great but you know I am I have a creative person on the inside too so you know I mean I think sometimes they think about like you know it'd be fun to do like community theater or like just do like a perform you know like a little side performance like that I think sure. would satisfy that that creative uh desire right I don't know if yeah. I would go back to acting like you know like as a career though um, and and you still teach Pilates? I do, mm-hmm. and I I do that in Mountain View at a place called Center of Balance. I mostly okay. see private clients, and kind of what I do there is I do a combination of chiropractic and Pilates as as rehabilitation. So I oh, use nice. it to yeah to help people kind of get reeducated in their body after injury or or just if they're wanting to learn more about how their body works and functions. I see high-level athletes, but I also see, you know, people, I see a lot of engineers, a lot of people have been sitting at their desk for a long time. Awesome. Great. We're going to change it up a little bit. We always do something on the show that we call a top five list, and we have a different topic every episode. We're going to take it a little easy on you. We're just going to ask for your top three. Christmas time is coming up. (laughs) What are the top three things you would like to have for Christmas? Not necessarily possession things, but things you wish or things you would hope. Give us like three things off the top of your head that you would like to wish this Christmas time. Hmm. Well, I feel like, I mean, I, I feel like spending time with my family and friends is amazing. I have three or four basketball friends and they are, we've all known each other since we've been 11. So I think that, you know, spending time with them would be amazing. Um, and I mean, Bigger things like world peace would be great, yes. um, <laughs> and yes. um, and you know just I don't know I guess just an overall sense of like contentment fulfillment which I feel like I have but like continued success and growth in that area. I don't know that sounds good to me and maybe a little relaxing time in between right there a little you go. vacation and be yeah. lovely yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh that's that's great stuff what um. What else do you like to do in your, in your fun time? Do you do a lot of travel? Uh, is that something you're into? I have traveled a little bit. My favorite place I've ever traveled to is Italy. I had that was oh, an amazing, beautiful. amazing place. And and I've also traveled to India, which was really, really amazing in its own way. Um, I haven't done a ton, like a ton of other traveling. I mean, you know, little little trips here and there, but. Um, my hobby is still ballet, and I take ballet class three or four times a week still. And oh, wow. So, yeah, I love doing that. I do it to stay in shape and kind of – it's one of those exercises where you can't be anywhere else. You have to be really present. Um, yeah. And so it's just a time in my day where I get to just be there and focused and um, and just give back to myself. So um, that's, I would say, my biggest hobby thing that I do. That's terrific. Outstanding. So I, yeah. I got to tell you, 
now that I have you here for this interview, I have to tell you that I had the biggest crush on Amber. And, you know, I always thought she was just absolutely she amazing. <laughs> but now to have you on the show and to get to know the real you, that's kind of how we do it here. You know, our show's very laid back. Our questions are pretty soft. I got to tell you, you are just a lovely individual. You're amazing. I, I love everything I'm hearing, and we're just really glad you took time to uh, come on with us tonight. Oh, that's so sweet. And thank you so much for having me on. This has been this is really fun. I've never done Absolutely. anything like this before. Well, that's amazing. Uh, would you like to do it again yeah. sometime? Sure, absolutely. Absolutely. Great. We love it. That's, that's my Christmas gift from Santa. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. All right, so we are going to, uh, we're going to let you go. We want to thank you again. Juliet Tablack, ladies and gentlemen, an uh, excellent actor, um, spent time on Married with Children and many other shows. Now she's a fantastic doctor and chiropractor, Pilates instructor, and just one wonderful human being. And we thank you so much for coming on. Have a great holiday, Juliet, and have a great Aww. evening. Thank you so much, you guys. Happy holidays. Happy Thank holidays. you, Thank you. Too. you. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. That was excellent. Really excellent. That was uh, everything I'd hoped it would be. She is very sweet, very charming woman, and uh, I love it. I loved that character. I hated to keep driving that home, but I loved that character. Amber was such a cutie and a bad girl, and all the guys – back then I'm sure loved her as I said it was it was such a, a shock to me and my friends when she was gone because we loved that character we're like what happened <laughs> yeah and 90s yeah. TV was great and and you know you know it's like I remember growing up with that show and it's like oh this family is kind of like my family <laughs> just a dysfunction <laughs> kind of way not like yeah. you know in detail but it's like it was crude it was in your face it was unapologetic and it wasn't like, you know, the Cosbys or anything. It was very in your face. So um, it was just <clears throat> the right time for that. And it set off so many careers. Christina Applegate, Katie Skull, Ed O'Neill. You know what I mean? Like, they're they're all doing fantastic now. So it's it had to be cool to be a part of it. The yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I- you know, even like I said, it was it was a brief run for her. It was at a time where she was kind of growing and learning, but that had to be something to be a part of that. Just awesome. And uh, we mm-hmm. didn't dig. We were going to dig deeper for dirt, but it seemed like she was pretty content about the time she spent on there, and that's great. That's what you like to hear instead of some of the horror stories like I said we're hearing now about. Oh my God, I got attacked by this one and grabbed by that one. And so it's nice to know she enjoyed her time. That everybody was friendly, and she just seems like just. Absolute sweetest person, and uh, like I said, I I came across her by accident. I went on IMDb, happened to see her name, and I'm like, wow, wonder whatever happened. Like everybody else says, you know, whatever happened to Amber. Found her on Facebook. She was nice enough to add me. We chatted here and there. Asked about coming on the show. She was excited. It seemed like she had a great time. And we thank you again so much, Joy at Tablack. Great interview. Yes, thank I'm, you. Thank I'm, you. I'm thrilled. I'm giddy. Yeah. I went on a little too much. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know exactly uh, what you mean though, because you you start looking like. Oh, who can be on the show next? And then you start to think like of what you watched when you were younger. You know, it's like it's like Josh Server being on. And then I was like, oh, what about Kel? And then, you know, Kel's people got back to me and they're like, oh, he's kind of busy, but thank you. And and then you start thinking like, man, like who else can be on it? So it's it's a cool little nostalgic time warp too for us as as big geeks and fans. 
Again, agree. <laughs> and I'm I'm a big geek. I'm I'm a married children geek, TV geek. And mm-hmm. like I didn't want to put, I don't want to put her on the spot. But it was a show that was just packed with beautiful, sexy women. Like every episode later on, it got to be like there was always like good-looking women on it, and men loved it for that. And there was always uh, like right. dark dysfunctional comedy, which a lot of people love. So they really played it right in drawing people to the show. Um, mm-hmm. Just an amazing job. One of the greatest shows uh, in my mind of all time. Very creative, very smart. Seemed very low budget. That's the best word. They, they didn't wow you with effects. Right. They just brought you pure it was just raw. Funny. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. They have whole like Al Bundy insults, like a whole compilation of that, and it's just, it's like, man, the shit they got away with too. It was just crazy. Oh, I know. But it's funny how she said that they can only touch so many subjects uh, in a show. Like, yeah, yeah, like Amber's period. That would be enough for one, you know. Mm-hmm. Just, just wild, great stuff. Um, and like I said, just as amazing as I do. Lovely, lovely girl. Yes. So we thank her again. Very healthy. That's what I aspire to. Like, <laughs> I have to start taking vitamins and working out every day. <laughs> If you uh, yeah, Stop if you Google her she, on the weekdays, <laughs> if you if you Google her, you'll see uh, they they do so show some instructional videos of her teaching Pilates. Um, it looks like nothing I could ever handle because I the only the only lifting I do is uh, twelve ounces. Yeah, you know, I lift my yeah. twelve ounces, and that's about the extent you know, of it. But yeah, I marvel if people are so healthy. You know, I was gonna ask her. Like, it seems like it's it's just so prevalent over there, the Pilates, because my cousin, Jessica, she teaches Pilates, too, and she's an instructor. It's like, but you don't hear of it as much on the East Coast. Like, here and there, I guess, if you're, if you're going to take a class like that, but it's, it's more, it's more so over there. A lot of the actresses do it. They get those, like, long, lean muscles from it, and I don't know. It's like, the older I get, the better it's looking to do some Pilates, because maybe it's like, (laughs) Not as strenuous either. You know what I mean? It's really, it's, yeah. it seems like it's good, especially for women. So something yeah. to look into. seems like more of a body control thing than, you know, being all over the place and trying to run or pump ridiculous iron and stuff like that. So yeah. It looks, yeah, it looks good for body control and stuff like that, which, like I said, as you get a little older, that's, that's important. Not that mm-hmm. she's older. She looks fantastic. She's, you know, just in great shape. God bless her. Um I'm in. A, I'm also in shape. That shape, of course, is round. Oh, but I am in shape. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, round is a shape, so you know. I also. We're gonna make shape. a stoop pack, Jeff. We gotta make a stoop pack Uh-oh. for the new year. Okay. We're only gonna I... drink water on air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's gonna happen. So far tonight, I drank eggnog, <laughs> eggnog soda, and a little sift of beer that I got kind of tired of. But yeah. Mhm. Yeah. No. <laughs> No, That's the worst no. thing you could drink is that freaking Coca-Cola right there. You're Stop not it. kidding. It, it can remove paint off the car. Maybe we'll do yeah. that once a week. Invite Juliet to have a, uh, a Juliet Tablack Health Minute, and she'll uh, basically yeah. scream at me for all the horrible things I've eaten that day. She'll ask me what I eat, and I'll, I'll tell her, and she'll rip me apart for it. <laughs> I, I would say I will call her in, but I'm, I'm kind of a – strict when it comes to when i get in a zone so i i you know i could i could yell at you through through here and i'll be like yo knock it off (laughs) wow i'm scared (laughs) cheers hey 
Yeah. She tell me, she's giving that uh, drill instructor, uh, hey, knock it off. She's sucking down Budweiser. I, I can't take that seriously. <laughs> really can't. <laughs> but she's our jewel, and we love our jewel. Here January 1st. It's happening. January 1st. It's happening. New Year's Day. I'll probably be sound asleep till like 4 in the afternoon because I'll be out rocking it the night before. <laughs> um, I made made that resolution a couple years ago. I did. I lost like 30 pounds in like three months because I, I went hardcore. So I want to do that again. Nothing scarier than um, when your wife goes to a work Christmas party that's supposed to start at 7 and she checks in at 9 o'clock. So, <laughs> Uh-oh. Chances are she'll be out for a while. Yeah, hey, that's good. She deserves <laughs> it. She works very hard. I like her to blow off some steam. And uh, she's her. We all do it. Like, like Juliet said, one of her wishes for Christmas is just relax, have fun, uh, and be around people. That's what she's doing. She's being around work people. It's good sometimes to get to know your work people in a different sense. Um, like I said, I know this isn't really a, you know the most excruciating job in the world, but yeah, me and Joel do the stoop. We've got to know each other and we've hung out and it's good to have a rapport with people and it's good to see them on their good side. Unfortunately, my work Christmas party is tomorrow uh, and it's a luncheon in the showroom of the dealership family that I work for. So I'm passing. I'm, I'm, it's my day off tomorrow anyway. So I'm passing. And let me guess. Let me guess. No alcohol, right? No alcohol. <laughs> I mean, I eat that. Probably. Like, why? Like, no one wants to hang around sober, like, for a Christmas party. I used to hate that. I worked for this nonprofit, and they did that, like, two years in a row. I'm like, ugh. And they made you go. Like, it was the worst. Yeah, that's... I can't. Um, So, can you pass? Is it mandatory? I can pass. My boss has mentioned a few times he looks forward to seeing me tomorrow, and I couldn't laugh any harder. I'm, I'm not going. I just, you know... That whole get a little bit of food and throw everybody into the same showroom of a dealership thing, it doesn't do it for me. Sorry, it doesn't. Yeah. I'm not going to go on about it, but it doesn't do it for me. It stinks. Um, what I forgot to do at the top of the hour, or the top of the show, which I always like to do, is thank our guest that was on our last episode. Monday night Aww. we had, yeah, I know, right? Monday night we had an awesome, awesome guest on. Uh, rapper Ren Thomas. This guy is taking off. Woo-woo, indeed. And I loved it so much. I loved his appearance. And if you listen to the audio, it was a little shaky. We do apologize. Like I said, we're we're still working on studio things. We're trying to get it perfect. Uh, Tonight's been a lot smoother. Uh, And Ren was a a great guest uh, to have. He had mentioned a um, limited edition uh, EP that he's making that's available to very select people that Jewel had managed to score. Congratulations to Jewel. I know you're a big fan, and that's very exciting. We're hoping to work into getting some of that new stuff played on the air. Well, what I'd like to do to thank Ren for being on is play one of his tracks. Again, Jewel, you got time for that? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for that answer. Yeah, you know, uh, like I said, we kind of switched around the process. Juliet called in a little bit later than we're uh, used to, which is fine. It's great. But uh, we'll twist the show around a little bit. We're going to play one. Uh, from Ren Thomas. And the reason why I want to play this song is because I have not gotten it out of my head. I have been playing it nonstop. I'm serious. I love the beat. I think the beat is strong and, and sexy, and it's awesome. i got to just find where it landed here in the studio. I apologize for that. I should have been a little more prepared before preparing to fire a song up. Gutterball, right? Yeah, oh, absolutely. It's Gutterball, all right. Absolutely. There it is right there. <laughs> so the artist, again, is Ren Thomas. 
Look him up. He is a fast rising rap star. He's rapped and collaborated with some of the biggest in the game. Uh, this is his song called Gutterball. It's about four minutes and 40 seconds. It's a little bit long, but it's worth every second because I can tell this beat is solid. This is a great song. I love promoting people to come on this show, especially the super talented guys like this. So check it out. We'll be back with you in about four and a half minutes. Gutterball by Ren Thomas.
am the scum of the earth, I am the gutter ball. Guest from Monday night that was Ren Thomas and the song is Gutterball, big time, up and coming rap star. Um, we have a special guest in the studio, Jewel. You can hear her in the background. We're gonna get, we're gonna get a hi from my favorite. Girl. Hi. Say <laughs> Merry Christmas, everyone. Oh, that is adorable. That is Jewel's little daughter, absolutely just the most precious little girl you ever want to see. And that made my Christmas right there. Adorable. Absolutely adorable. So she doesn't grow up to be like her mom. Love you. Wow. <laughs> How excited is she for Christmas? Does she, does she have a grip of what Christmas is all about? Is she ready? Oh, man. She is so excited. I We took her to see Santa last night, <clears throat> and it was like the first year that she was not terrified of Santa. So it was so cool to see. And she gave him a big hug, and she told him what she she wanted. She only wants this Peppa Pig kitchen, and I think Santa's going to bring it to her because she's been a good girl. So, um, yeah, it was super cool. And, um, and yeah, Santa was super nice. I, I like I liked the Santa we, we uh, went to see. So... Maybe in yeah. the Santa. There's only one Santa, am I correct? I, I mean I think I think that this is like <laughs> the Santa from the North Pole. Okay. You had me confused when you said this Santa. I'm like this Santa and I'm I like, gotta work on my spiel. <laughs> <laughs> that was a disaster. Put your kids in Sorry. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm terrified out people. I can't. Here's your uh Who's your favorite reindeer? I have to say Dancer. And really? Build a Bear has these like these dancer these um all these reindeer you can get, like it's each one. And the dancer is in a little ballerina outfit. So just you know. I always love ballet and she's doing ballet. I think it's really I cool, like this so. uh, I like Dancer's <clears throat> sister, um go go dancer. That was a do you know? Okay. Do you know all the reindeer are female? <laughs> what? Even Rudolph? Do they Where's ever say he's a boy? Fact checker. Someone said they're all female. Someone said that to me. Okay. But I may be gullible. <laughs> yeah, I mean Rudolph is the weirdest girl's name I've ever heard. But you know, stranger things have happened. Rudolph, Rudolfa. <laughs> Rudolph with your nose so bright. Come, guys, come. Come, guys, my sleeping. Come, 
Dos Come, foot you guys lay. <laughs> Get real deep with my sick foot. Dos <laughs> Come, no, you come, you come guys late tonight. <clears throat> no, no. I can't, I have to, no, 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 no. You come guys late tonight. <laughs> awesome. I just noticed right, your so, sweater. Uh, you just noticed it now? I sure yeah, learned. It's kind of, it's kind of blur. I can't see, I'm blind. But it says two, it's like a, a big, he's wrapped in a big present, and it says two <laughs> women from God. Hi, <laughs> I'm God. It's, it's, got a giant, it's, it's got a giant bow on it, and like the little gift tag, it says two women from God. You're all welcome. See, God thinks of everybody. <laughs> right. She showed us to Charlotte McKinney and put it on her uh, Twitter. Hey, look. I know who that is. God. Oh. Google. Google it. Even as a heterosexual female, you'll be like, God damn, look at that. Oh, have you seen, uh, this is breaking news. Have you seen Taylor Swift? Oh, Swifty Slutty. Oh, she just got a boob job. Really? And she got a butt job. I'm suddenly intrigued. TMZ. Taylor Swift. Yeah, movie music video. I'm not a fan either. She still got a shitty voice. She does. She does. She's shitty. For, whoa, my goodness! I know. Yeah, they're yeah, uh, they're enhanced. Not gonna lie. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. They don't even. They don't even look good. They're like all sagging. For a, <laughs> yeah, for a boob job, they're very. They're saggy for a boob job. Right. But they definitely look larger. She's annoying. I don't care. She got Dolly Parton boobs, and I wouldn't be that intrigued. She is so annoying. Can we talk about Eminem for a second? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Absolutely. Go right ahead. It's an, it's, it's an open form. I don't know why everyone's hating on his new album. I feel really sorry for him. Because there comes a time in anybody's career, and you know who gets it big, too, where we're on the subject, and I'm not a fan of these guys, I'm not trying to make an example, uh, you too. You too gets murdered for every album that comes out. Right, I know, I'm not a fan. And tons of people are fans, and everybody comes out and says, oh, their new stuff is just so bad. And after a while, it's just, there's only so much that artists can do to move you, to get you up out of your seat. It's rare for me. Um, I've I've been a huge Marilyn Manson fan, and I got to tell you, like the last few new stuff he put out, kind of like all the other stuff, and you're kind of like, yeah, okay. Yeah. I know you're a massive Eminem fan. I mean, what do you think of the album? You, you've heard it. Yeah. See, before you, it's before like, you answer. Before you answer, can yep. you honestly can you honestly come out and say I love it? No. I mean, I like a select few songs on it. But the songs I like, like you know, he did he did a sample of the Cranberry Zombie, and that's like a loop playing in the background. And then he did Bette Miller's The Rose. That's like the last song on it, but it's that's pretty cool. Why. It's got like a beat to it and everything. Yeah. But <clears throat> I don't know. I mean, he said it himself. I think if I were in his shoes, like he has produced, he has written. Like I don't know why. <clears throat> Once you're at that age, in that position, you just don't, like Dr. Dre does, like he just helps other artists because he doesn't have that 
in him anymore. And even Eminem said it. He's like, you know what? I'm not going to put out another the way I am because I'm not angry anymore. He's like a freaking billionaire. So why is he angry? So, you know, Dr. Dre brought Kendrick Lamar. Um, That's pretty much how he got his start. Like Kendrick Lamar is from Compton. So that's what I would like to do. I mean, I like to do that now just to give artists like a platform, even though, you know, they have other platforms, but I love finding people worth listening to and, um, and showing them to people. Like that's my passion. So, you know, at a certain point, I mean, no one wants to hear like a six year old guy rapping about bitches and hoes, you know? Boots and hose. Yeah. Boots and I agree. Hose. <laughs> Gotta get me some boots and hose. Boots and hose. Alina, the peanut, the Santa Maria. So the mother, yeah. You in the background, chicken steak. Yeah. That dude's lemon his and my dad's boots. Oh, my God. That's that's like the funniest movie ever. But, um, yeah, I mean, every everybody's style eventually goes flat. Everybody. I really don't care who you are. I mean, everybody's like, oh, Rolling Stones still do it. When was the last time the Rolling Stones put out anything new that you're like, yeah? No, it's just, it's poppy junk that they do just to stay relevant with album sales. But let's face it, I mean, the essentials are the essentials. The new stuff is garbage. You have people that do it right, though. Like, you can have one hit out of one album, and that's fine with me. Like, Jay-Z, I like one song off his new album, and that's fine, because I only listen to that one song. I like two songs off Kanye, I like two songs off Eminem, I like one song off Jay-Z. Like, of course, like, the earlier shit is better, but, you know, they get to pull out one or two good ones. Agreed. That's about I, it. I totally agree with that. Well, I agree. Yeah. Makes perfect sense. We are going to take a moment, speaking of artists and people and all that, to let you know what's coming up on the Stoop Radio Show. And, you know, we got negotiations on. we got to start getting heavy because we're running a little light on guests as we move into the new year. We are off Monday for lineup. Christmas, of course. Exactly. We are uh, off Monday for Christmas, so there will not be a Monday show. And we will miss you all. We Again, we're going to... Take the time now to wish you a uh, Merry Christmas ahead of time. We come back on uh, Wednesday, December 27th, two days after Christmas, with a show that we missed a couple weeks back. But they're coming on. Jules pumped about it. I'm pumped about it. Vita and the Wolf, uh, whoop, whoop. local Philly band. Whoop, whoop, indeed, local Philly band. They will be here uh, on the 27th to talk about their music and uh, some projects. We're looking very much forward to that. May just have Jen have to check on that. Yeah, that, and that's Jen, okay. Jen, um, <clears throat> We got to, you know, see what happened when we brought in the entire Jen's Molly Rhythm Band. freaking awesome, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We brought in the entire Molly Rhythm Band, and nobody knew who was in charge of that interview. That was a disaster. They were great. I don't mean it in a bad way. It was just rough yeah. trying to keep track. Cool, but they, uh, and after that, uh, we also – now, we haven't really decided. I was kicking around maybe a New Year's Day episode, but I'm not sure. Maybe it would be time to just uh, – collaborate and kick some stuff around. We'll, we'll let you know about that. Um, Monday, January 8th is a show that we are so stoked about. Stoked. Geeked. We get geeked, folks. I love these guys. Jewel, turn me on to these guys. I love them. The Dead South. Woo! Baby, a band from Canada. If you've not heard these guys, if you're listening to the show, listen to the name, The Dead South. Start checking oh them out. Before their appearance here on the stoop on January eighth, great music, 
fun, really different, unique stuff. They're going to be here. I am so very excited to talk to them January 8th. I'll tell you what. Everyone I've turned on to Vita and the Wolf and the Dead South, instant fans. Like, instant. Like, who the hell is that? Have to hear more Dead South and Vita and the Wolf. Great stuff. Uh, we got to, again, find out how many members of the Dead South we're having. I think there's four of them. Again, yeah. <laughs> you know how that can yeah. get. <laughs> uh, January 10th, a little bit easier because we're going to have one artist on, a um, lovely uh, young up-and-coming country singer, Brianna James. It's going to be on the stoop January 10th. That should be very she's exciting. Cute. She is cute. She's adorable. And uh, we're looking very forward to that. Uh, she's popular. And she was, uh, again, sometimes you get lucky. You find these artists on Facebook. You take a few minutes to talk to them, and they, they turn out to be great. She was so excited. And she said, oh, yeah, just let my manager know. And manager's like, hey, great. When can we get there? Let, let's do this. Uh, so we're going to do it on the 10th. Very excited for that. And on the 15th, an actress uh, for the new show Godless, the lovely Sarah Minich. Sarah Minich on the 15th. Yep. Uh, we're booking dates, folks. Uh, if you're out there and you're a talent or you know a talent or you're related to somebody talented, send them our way. The Stoop. And you can check us yeah. out. Um, you can find us all over the place. See, we're up to uh, Twitter at the Stoop Radio One, Facebook at the Stoop Radio Network, Instagram. What is our Instagram handle, Joel? I'm sorry. Uh, the Stoop Radio One. The Stoop Radio One on Instagram. It's a social media world, folks. So come find us and listen in and enjoy because uh, we get a lot of listeners. Each episode gains these listeners. I actually looked back. Um, I was going through the archives of the old format of the show and back in the days when John Raggis and Mike McShane and all them ran the show. And it was, this is a, a funny story that I had not told Joel. I went back and I looked, and they had episodes that had uh, large amounts of listeners. So I said, let me see the top couple episodes. The number two all-time episode in the history of the Stoop and Fan Junkies Radio and all that featured, back when I did my Beat the Shark segment, and an LFL player by the name of Jamie Jamie Jacobson, and I'm mentioning her because I love her. She's wonderful. Great athlete and a wonderful human being and just a great girl. Uh, that was the number two episode all, of all time on the radio. And what she was talking about was this show, the Beat the Shark program with her versus me. And it was the first time I ever appeared on the because I called in after she came on. Aww. I called in. Yeah, oh, my God. I was, I was like, blown away. Like, yeah, look at that. <laughs> Even in the very beginning, I had all those listeners. It was one. It was such a great <laughs> moment for me. And I, you know, we smack talked a little bit about the Beat the Shark thing and great times, great memories. So, yeah, I've been uh, – can hold my own with these giant crowds that come in to listen. That's awesome. It's oh, fun it looking awesome. back. It is fun looking back, and it's also fun looking ahead. And uh, I yeah. already started to look back. You know, me and Joel have done, I forgot the exact count, 30, 30 episodes, 30-some episodes. Um, I started looking at the names who we had on, the, the amount of listeners, the content of the show. and I just, I love it. I absolutely love it. I love it, too. And, uh, great to be here. Know, it's great to have you here. And I'm not going to mention any names or places or things or people, but I've listened. You know, I, I, I listen to Block Talk Radio at times. I check out other shows, and i got to tell you, we kick their ass. <laughs> <laughs> we do. Okay. 
<laughs> we do. I, I, I'm, I'm telling you. There's some good ones, though. I'm, don't get me wrong. There's some good ones. Mm-hmm. But, uh, wow. There's some ones I'd like to put a match to and set them on fire. Yeah. No doubt. There's actually one I've, I think I'm going to be a fan of. But it's strictly hip-hop. So okay. I like that we don't stick to one theme, per se. I like how, how broad the subjects and, and range and guests can get, because I like talking about everything. I don't like secluding it to one thing. But there is a really good hip-hop one um, uh, that I, I was listening to on Blog Talk. But like I said, that's just pigeon-held. I agree. I mean, I love talking. We know I love talking sports, and Jewel loves hip hop, and um, but we blend it, and I like blending it. And like we'll do a little bit mm-hmm. of each, and we talk about a little bit of each. We have people on from all those walks. We had Ren Thomas, and again, to my surprise, I loved it. Hip hop artists or not, I I absolutely loved it. Um, we've had episodes where we've talked a lot about sports, and Jewel rolls with it, and and you know, knows the ins and outs, and. And lets me ramble. And, you know, in the new year, uh, you know, we're actually going, you know, we're looking to go into more of a radio network. Of course, we'll have the Stoop Radio show. The Stoop Radio network is also working on a possible um, Philadelphia Eagles show, uh, a fantasy football show. Uh, me and Jewel might go and do Strictly Music where we, we pick a later night and we just do straight music from new artists or just introduce the artists and play songs. But this will always be here. We're always doing the interview stuff. We love this. This is great. One-on-one uh, banner with me and Jewel and then the people to come on. And we have not had a bad guest. And maybe that's fortunate. We have not had a bad guest. Everybody has been solid, professional, funny. Everybody's got, everybody makes us laugh. Everybody that comes on has made us laugh. Everybody that comes on has great stories, fun things to say. And, you know, me and Jewel hammer out 10, 15, 20 questions that we try to spread out over like 20 to 30 minutes. We don't like to keep the people on too long. I think we had Juliet on for about 20 minutes tonight, and I could have probably sat and talked to her for another hour and 20 minutes because she was wonderful. But uh, the format's great, and I think you should uh, tune in more and get your friends tuning in. You just never know who's going to pop up or what's going to pop up on the stoop. Never know. Yeah, it's just exciting. It's <laughs> exciting. And uh, Wednesday night's going to be exciting. Next Wednesday, uh, Vita and the Wolf. Um, like I said, we had them scheduled two weeks ago, and they were more than happy to work with us and come back on the 27th. It's going to be great. Um, yes. Christmas, New Year's. you have New Year's plans? Anything Anything uh, on your agenda for New Year's? <clears throat> um, no. I try not to plan out New Year's. I usually end up at my family's house, which is great. I mean, I love, you know, I used to love going out and partying, but now it's like I'm going to be there when the ball drops with with my my daughter. And usually <clears throat> she is up, so she likes to bang the pots and pans. So it's a, yeah. <laughs> a ton of fun. And um, I could still get my drink on and, and have a ball. So, um, I never really play New Year's. I'm I'm looking forward to this Friday. It's our anniversary, and then, you know, just right. time with family, Christmas Eve, and <clears throat> all that. Sorry, I'm so sick. But uh, do you do you play New Year's? Uh, we actually uh, <clears throat> we actually had a couple of things come up. Uh, one of them, which I think is the one we're leaning towards, uh, a restaurant called Macaroni's in Northeast Ooh. Philadelphia. 
Oh, yeah. Where they have go a there? Check this out. Oh, the food is fantastic. Check this out. There's really? 70, 70 bucks for an open bar and Ooh. a buffet. I don't know what kind of food they're offering, but seventy bucks in that place is cheap because their their meals are heavy. (laughs) Yeah, I think reds is fifty. Yeah, well, reds, you know. Um, You going there for anniversary? (laughs) We were thinking about it, but I think we're going to go downtown. Wow! So you never know. How fancy! Macaroni is good. It's nice. Uh, We also. and I know we talked about it before. Me and Cassie went on our honeymoon cruise. We met a couple, um, and they invited us down to Atlantic City. So that's also a possibility. Got to stop everything right here, right now. This just popped up on my Facebook, and I'm gushing. I'm geeked. I'm red in the face. I'm blushing. My heart's pounding. What? Juliet, Juliet Tablack posted, Thank you, Jeff Perini and Jill Tatey, for having me on your show. That was a lot of fun. You guys are great. Oh, oh, that totally That's made sweet. my night. She is so a, sweet. She really was. She was amazing. It made me so happy. Nice. I get geek by that stuff. <laughs> I really do. I'm going to just give her a, a thank you back. Lovely. Juliet Tablock. She's going to come on. We've got to have her on again. Yes. For sure. <laughs> so, um... Jules' big anniversary. We're going to talk to her about that when we come back after uh, to our next show after the holiday. We're going to find out how Jules' anniversary dinner went and where she ended up. Because I get excited about that stuff. I I'm have lo- been looking at macaroni. I pass by that place all the time because it's very. It's really not far from my my place of living. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was a beating it around the bush. Um, yeah, really good though. They have. Um, I don't know if you ever seen the picture I faced, post on Facebook of the, of the peppers. No. That's from there. They give you a, an order of peppers and bread. The greatest roasted peppers you ever want to eat. Really? And if you wolf through them, yeah, if you wolf through them, get ask them for another serving. They'll give them to you. The owner, um, they have a cool the owner, patio too, right? Oh, the outdoors is fantastic. They call it the uh, P-Square Lounge. Yeah, and they now have like a, they got an outdoor grill where they make pizza too, and it, oh, it's great, 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 great. It's worth it. Yeah, got to check it out sometime. Um, the owner, uh, they, they've been there a long time, David and Johnny uh, Primavera, owners. Um, I, I know them. I'm not like great friends, but but I know them, and uh, they're oh, good guys. Cool. Run a great, they run a great business there. Um, it used to be a little like mom and pop little shack thing that maybe had about ten tables, but still like. This. Really good food, right? That's what I heard. It the was food is like pretty the, swanky. Yeah, the food is excellent. Um, I have seen Charles Barkley there. Nah. Uh, yeah, I've seen Charles Barkley dining there. Um, big sport radio guy Howard Eskin. I have seen there uh, no quite a few. I work times. with his son. Ah, right, Spike. Right. That, mm-hmm. uh-huh. Yeah. Um, Eskin was uh, apparently a regular there. I've seen him there a couple times. It's one of his favorite restaurants. Um, so, yeah, so I've seen celebrities there. Barkley was having a blast. He was at a big table with people. He's in town oh, for a shit. wedding. Uh, he had a little bit of wine in him. You know, he's, he's being chucked. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we very have cool. to go there. If if we don't make it there in the winter, me, you, Cassie, and Mike have to go there in the spring because I want to check out that outdoor patio space. Oh, it's nice. True. And it gets uh, it gets crowded in the uh, in the springtime. So. Yeah. 
supermarket. They said they got nice bar, nice food. They, they do a good job. So cool. another uh, another free shout out <laughs> to local business. Yeah, right. <laughs> Putting them all over the place. Yeah, we uh, we do it up in Moroga. That's what we do. So uh, I want to thank everybody for coming out tonight and uh, listening up to our holiday special edition. We did some Christmas talk. We're doing a little New Year's talk. Joel Tatey's doing a little anniversary talk in between sneezing into her arm there. <laughs> Just Budweiser. <laughs> Budweiser. Oh, boy. The queen of beers. I still, you, I still got those genuine drafts whenever you're ready. Highlights. Highlights. I'm sorry. I always say genuine drafts. <laughs> Dumbass. Highlights. Anything would be better than this Budweiser. I'll tell you that. Uh, I was going to ask my dog. If you mind peeing in a cup, I could drink that because I think that'd be better. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. crazy, crazy stuff. So anyway, a very special thanks once again to my new best friend Juliet Tablack for coming on the show tonight. She's my new best friend. Absolutely love her. If you ever want to job in radio, stuff. if you ever want to job in radio, <laughs> I got to drop you. He'll kick me off in one minute. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Absolutely not. No. But it was great. I'm glad she enjoyed herself. We definitely enjoyed it. Um, some good stuff, some good stories. Uh, we are going to close it up for tonight. We're going to rest up. We're going to all holiday it out. We're going to come back to you next Wednesday with Vita and the Wolf. We're going to come out flying. Hopefully, Jules a little more into the weather. I know she's been sick, but she's a trooper. It's Sorry. Hard to off the no, no, no. You're awesome. I, a couple times I said to her, look, you don't want to do it. And she's like, what? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I love that she loves it. It makes me feel good. But yeah, you got to get get some rest. Feel better. Yeah, right. I need it. And I know how stoked you are for Vita and the Wolf. So. Yes. We're going to come out come and back clobber all that. fat and happy <clears throat> oh, yeah. after the holidays. Absolutely. I can't wait for food. Holiday yes. food. And we're having so um, great. We're having ham uh, Christmas Eve. Uh, we're having ham I'm going to Jerome's, uh, the sausage place around the corner here, and I'm getting sausage, and I'm making sausage and peppers in the crock pot with some gravy and uh, little rolls. Uh, it's going to be great. Yeah. And then uh, we got it all going on at my brother's house. There's going to be some Italian stuff and some meats, and it's going to be great. I love the holiday season. I love stuff in my face. A big fat I can't wait to make pizzelles and cookies. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> Why? I know you're saving me some, correct? Oh, yeah. I got my yeah, I did, Graham Tatey's like recipe I got my pumpkin, for Pizzelles. Yeah. Just like I got my pumpkin pie. Mm-hmm. My pumpkin hey, pie pumpkin is pies are for still that. going around. Maybe we'll have some pumpkin pie and do some caroling. <laughs> there you go. Maybe uh, New Year's Day. New Year's Day is usually a mimosa day. Yeah. Get a couple bottles of champagne around the house and, and fill them up with orange Ooh. juice and just suck myself crazy. With them. Oh, my God. Good idea. We never have champagne left. I always get some. You get the yeah. I like the cheap stuff. Seven, eight dollar bottle yeah. stuff is is good for me. Uh, I don't Steve. like that early, dry, nasty shit. I get um. It's not Osti. It's um. Corbel. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. Corbel is one of them, and there's another one I forget. Um, there's another one. Uh, one uh, one of them makes um. A couple of companies make it now. The pink Moscato champagne. I saw oh. that. I Ooh. did see that. I'm that definitely grabbing that shit. 
that with some orange juice, it gives you the chills. I love me some Moscato. It's not very manly. And Roscato. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Yep, definitely a fan. Love that stuff. They bring that to Painting with a Twist all the time. (laughs) So let's bring the little kids home. It was a night before Christmas, and all around the stoop, Jeff Perini was sitting here rocking because he had to take a poop. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> That's not true. God knows I got three hours killed in the bathroom, apparently. Yeah. Yeah, clock your hours. <laughs> I got to get a time clock and punch <laughs> in and out. It's awesome. All right. So, again, I, I always got a hard time signing off because I hate leaving. But we got to leave. I got the best sign off tonight. I have the best one. Oh, I'm so excited for it. Let's get ready for it. Again, thank you to our guest tonight, Juliet Tablack. Thank you for making my Christmas, for being so wonderful. Thank you, uh, Ren Thomas, again, for his uh, song, Gutterball. We play that again. Thank you for all the listeners, friends, family, strangers that want to become friends, everybody that makes the stoop, everything it is. Good night, Merry Christmas, and don't be a Scrooge. Merry Christmas. Be nice to people, even the shitty ones. Sure, <laughs> you, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, that was stolen, but I thought it was really good. <laughs> it's good. Even the shitty people. Yeah. Shitty people need love, too. Yeah. Right. And with that, we'll go out on a high note for Joel. Have a great holiday, everybody. Again, we say it. Merry Christmas. Thanks for coming by. Thanks for making our Christmas special so very special. We'll talk to you next Wednesday with Vita and the Wolf. Have a great night. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Got to get that in there.